the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Jason Allen Key. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. Back at you with another fresh episode from Quarantine Studios. We got uh, myself. Jason Allen King and Brian Baltashevitz. How you doing, fellas? Hey, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Making it, man. I'm making it. Excellent. Brian, how you doing, buddy? You know what? Uh, all things considered, hanging in there. Hanging in there just fine. Just uh, I'm kicking out a ton of content <laughs> during this this whole thing and doing all right. Yeah. Well, you. He's creator's going to create. That's what I said. <laughs> well, 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 the funny thing is things have gotten so bad that uh, everybody greets each other like black people always greet each other. So whenever black people talk to each other, it's like, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, oh just hanging in there, man. You know, just trying to keep my head above. <laughs> that's that's how everybody talks now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, man. because everyone is, <laughs> I think, literally hanging on. They're not by a thread right now. We're, we're, everyone's hanging on by, you know, by a sleeve or a pant leg. You know, we're not down to a thread yet. Give it another week. Oh. <laughs> I had one person tell me they was hanging on like a broken hub gap on the highway. Just swimming. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing, man. I, I it's it'll be interesting in a, in a, in a very morbid way um, to see. You know, some people I think we'll handle it financially. Some people I think are going to struggle with that. Some people are going to manage it mentally and other people I think might struggle with that a little bit more. Um, yeah. Morbid curiosity of, of how pe- people are going to do it. I, obviously I hope everybody, everybody does well, but uh, you know, there might be one or two people out there who are just, just dicks where I may just point and laugh, but yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not, a, I'm not a monster. <laughs> well, uh, well, a lot of it too is, is nobody knows how long it's going to last. So you have everything you just said at play with no end in sight. Mm-hmm. Karma's going to get me, by the way. Next week, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to look like just ragged. I'm going to be like, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know what? I, in those moments, I just like to think I'm delivering someone else's karma and that it's not really going to affect me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so, but speaking of which, I mean, speaking of the conditions we're operating under and everything else, it has changed the way stand-up comics deliver comedy. So now we're talking about shows, you know, kind of virtual shows with uh, sometimes people f- performing at clubs. Uh, one of our uh, esteemed uh, hosts here uh, did that this past week, right, Jason? You performed at the comedy zone with no real audience. And it was delivered via Facebook Live. Is that right? Yeah, that was. But it was two weeks ago. This uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I did that, which was a pretty fascinating uh, experience. But it was, you know what, man? We we've been to two shows where there's only a handful of people. I I think I mentioned last week that the first minute or so was a little was a little funky but you know you, you got in the rhythm and and you know looking into the camera i've done enough sort of on camera work that i actually felt like it was it went pretty well and i thought everybody did a good job burpee was on it and uh, uh todd riley and sean jones and those are just uh, the, the fact that i was there at all with those guys was was kind of amazing i was really pleased to be there and i thought the show went off uh, uh really well i know there was some glitches but the the show you guys got it all up and running and now everyone can see the whole thing. And it's really, really nice. And they raised about, I think over $2,000 for the mm-hmm. staff. Zone. And then this past week they started doing a new thing, which Brian has, has been a, a big part of, of what they're doing now. Uh, he, he, Brian, you also did the, the engineering and production for, for the live show, but yeah. now you're, you're part of doing, why don't you tell everybody exactly what's happening now? Sure. So um, we've taken the, the show, um, 
it, it's all pre-produced. So the comics who are involved will send us clips and uh, some sketches and things like that they uh, that they've done. But also they'll record a uh, um, a current message from um, quarantine or from you know wherever they are, and um, we'll take all those pieces and uh, package it together into one show. So it's an hour long, um, uninterrupted uh, uh, show. And um, we're taking that show, and I'm actually streaming it from my house. I'm playing it back on one computer into another and then putting it onto Facebook Live. So streaming it as if it were taking place live, but it's a pre-recorded show. And uh, um, streaming that onto Facebook Live. Um, you know, So you can watch um, and sort of interact with, with the other people who are watching it as well at the same time, even though it's not a, um, a live show, but you can interact with the people who are who are watching it and last week i thought you know for the first uh for the first time really trying something like that i thought actually it worked out on pretty well there there were i think the last numbers i saw something like six or seven thousand people have watched that clip um or that show um uh, uh, since it aired and so you don't you know you don't have have even if you don't necessarily watch it live you can still go back and watch it and you can still see the one from two weeks ago too so people are still going back and watching these things um, and it's also an opportunity for you to contribute uh, to the Comedy Zone staff. So not the um, Comedy Zone management and ownership doesn't get any um, of the proceeds um, if you donate something during the show. But um, it goes to the wait staff and the bartenders um, and the performers. So that uh, um, you know the wait staff is a huge part of, of the show when you go to the Comedy Zone. Um, you know, as are the bartenders and the sound guys and all that stuff. And so we're trying to um, uh, um, do what we can to help um, those folks um, as well. Um, in addition to just keeping, um, you know, local comedians plus um, other um, regional comics um, working. And I can tell you this week, uh, so coming up Saturday, it'll be April 2nd, 3rd, 4th. Um, at 8.30 p.m. Um, on the uh, Comedy Zone Charlotte's uh, Facebook page, um, you're going to see uh, a comedy from our, our own Will Jacobs. He'll be part of the show. Uh, Will Jacobs. <laughs> uh, you got me. You got me at Will Jacobs. There you I'll go. Uh, uh, Jason, you'll have a little something in the show, right? Uh, I'm going to have stuff. That's I'm, I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Sid Davis will be on the show as well. Um, yeah, a couple yeah. surprises and uh, John Reap um, will make an appearance in the show. So it, it, it's it's um, slowly evolving from this sort of weird little live stand up show that we did to now almost like a a, um, a comedy zone branded variety show. Um, we had cartoons, um, um, animated inserts last week and. Uh, it's, 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 um, it's grown uh, into this thing. Jay Bliss's segment last week was fantastic. That animated, uh, uh, I guess it's one of his jokes that he had animated with his daughters was fantastic. Yeah. Was I mean, that great. was top notch, top notch work. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, um, it's become a thing. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> uh, half the, the owner of the um, Comedy Zone said that first week. He said, "Like you know what?" He said, "We're a television station now. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna go where the audience is." And um, right now, the audience is online. And and uh, kudos to the Comedy Zone um, upper management and um, ownership for being willing to sort of innovate and to, and to, and to step up and do something new. Yeah, that's that's exciting stuff, man. Uh, and the fact that Sid's doing it and John Reap and, and Will here, again, this is another group of uh, really strong uh, comedians, really smart guys uh, who, have, who have a lot of talent. So I, this this is an opportunity. Will, I, I do want you to talk about what uh, what you have coming up. But this is I'm going back to some of the things that I have been saying pretty much since I started comedy. And that is if you're a comedian, if you're doing stand up. And that's the only thing you're doing. You're not diversifying. You're not writing scripts. You're not developing content. But whatever that means, you're doing yourself a disservice. And it's a little bit of an "I told you so" moment. But I, I'm, I don't care. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll take that for for the moment, and say this is this is where we're at right now. We need them more than ever. You want to continue to do to do this? Develop content, man. Mm -hmm. Challenge yourself. 
You know, this is what an opportunity that the, that, that we have right now uh, to do this. Being being diversified in that way is uh, is. I mean, nobody predicts a pandemic, but that's just a, a good skill set to have generally because you never know which opportunity is going to come knocking. Mm. That's right. No one, no one ever comes to to a you know a stand up that again. I'm saying this as if I know. I don't know. No one comes to a stand up and goes, "All right, we know you're a great stand up, so just be a stand up." Right. They're going to come and say, "What you know? What else can you do? It's like turn this into something else." Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, I mean, Mitch Hedberg has has that conversation about it in in, in his set. So I, I think, uh, and everyone's going to be producing content now, comics or not comics. So either either step up and, and start producing or you're going to get left behind a little bit here, I think. Yeah. yeah and, and also oh, I wanted to take a second and um, tell people with this is a, these are special shows that the comedy zone is doing. And I know that uh, a lot of the comics are getting involved, not only because they want, you know, some that exposure that that social media brings or whatever else. But I mean, a lot of it is because they love the staff and they love, you know, participating and taking care of those folks there that take care of us whenever we're there. Um, and that is certainly uh, the perspective I'm coming from, because as you two probably know, I don't put any of my video from my stand-up online, like hardly any. And um, so, you know, under normal circumstances, uh, I would probably not be a part of this. Uh, but uh, because of you know what it's about and and everything that comedy and the comedy zone has meant to me, um, you know I'm gonna find my whatever minute clip and uh, and put put it up there. So uh, and I'm and I, and I don't I don't think I'm the only comic that's like that because I mean you do stand up you know you're there's a certain way you do it and a certain way you want to market certain you know things that you want to sell. And um, so you know I I know I'm not the only comic that that is that way. But again, it's just a testament to what that place means and uh what those folks mean absolutely that that's the, the that's the large part of the population now that are uh that are going to struggle and and we've talked a little bit about this sort of off uh off the show here that uh you know right now in another week or two is, is fine but this goes on three four weeks yeah. you know they going to feel different so yeah i mean that this is an opportunity for for comics i agree is one thing and and taking taking that and turning it into some money for the staff and, and their families and their kids and stuff absolutely it's that's certainly the most important thing yeah man so so then um so then that performance that you did um for the comedy zone when you went down there uh i was really impressed i just want to double back on that for a second because i mean what sorts of things because i've never done that i mean i've had small crowds before but for myself and the folks listening what's the mindset you bring into that sort of performance are you trying to take a little bit off your fastball are you like what what are you thinking going into something like that uh i would say that uh knowing that it was going to feel different being conscious of that and not being surprised by it as probably sort of common sense as that is was actually a pretty pretty sizable sort of hurdle to get to get over and be like okay it's going to be different and i found that uh looking into the camera uh to deliver punchlines and i thought that was actually something that uh, went over really well uh, some folks on twitter and that you know were commenting as the show was going on on facebook um made mention of that being a successful uh, strategy to do that um I would say that was something that that uh, that felt good, you know. I, I before I was uh, before I went up, I was like, all right, this is the Tonight Show. How do you deliver at the Tonight Show? You're not, you know, you're not always looking at the crowd. You're looking at the camera. You're looking, you know. So it was. It, it kind of felt a little bit like that. Obviously, that's that's not what it was, but it sort of helped, you know. I didn't want to um, mess up that opportunity. It heightened uh, kind of what was going on. I I, I just. The other thing is, man, it's, it's, have gave me good advice. He said, just do your jokes, you know, and, and I didn't write a ton of quarantine jokes. Uh, I felt like that's something that everybody's doing and I didn't necessarily want to dip into that. So I did like one or two at the top and then, then went into my set. You know, there's a lot of people who hadn't seen me who were going to be watching it. So, all right, let's, let's give them, uh, let's, let's try to give them a good, good 15 minutes here. 
you know, and uh, you get it. You've done these jokes a lot of times and, and I, you know, the feedback sometimes, uh, you know, isn't, you know where it's going to be. So you, you react as if you're getting it anyway. Mm. I think, I think addressed it. So then was, did it make it feel any different knowing that people were live commenting on the performance or did that even cross your mind? Like on via social media? I I remember thinking, oh, this this will be fun and interesting when I get off stage and go look at it because it's not <laughs> yeah. something that I register follow it there. I'll be like, oh, this will be interesting. I wonder if I'm going to get trolled. You know, <laughs> oh. is there a joke that someone's going to be like, oh, this little asshole said what? Yeah, I kind of wanted something, you know. <laughs> I didn't get that though. Everyone's like, oh, good job. That's really nice. I like that joke. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I was like, well, shit. No one's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good yeah it was fun it was really fun plus i knew that uh you know you want to do the best that you can but but there's we've talked about this you want the show to be good mm-hmm. so i had burpee coming behind me i was not worried about you know <laughs> the show not being good <laughs> like he was just fine so you know the pressure was off i had it was like having you know barry bonds hitting behind me mm-hmm. you know they're pitched to me like I'm got, I have to go up there and like do a good job, but I'm not gonna worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good, man. That's good. And so then, Brian, this new format, are they gonna do any more of those kinds of performances, or is it gonna be the more the variety show format? Well, um, at this point, um, we can't, you know, since we're locked down. I mean, um, you know, we can't have any any shows at the Comedy Zone. Um, you oh, know, so that's the, right. The plan for the foreseeable future is to continue um, in this format um, and to sort of continue to development and to um, develop it, develop it. Excuse me, uh, and kind of raise the bar and 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 um, continue to ask the comics to do more, to do more sketches, to do more. Um, stuff at home. It may involve some improv at some point. Um, you know, to, to, to continue to sort of raise the, the 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 expectations each week, and um, each week as the show gets better. And I know we've only done two, so it sounds like you know we've been doing this for ten years. But <laughs> um, you know, but to continue each week to you know to challenge the comics to be more creative and to do some things that um you know are kind of outside of their comfort zone a little bit, um, rather than just um you know sending um a clip of stand up, which is important, it should certainly be part of what each um um comic does but but to um you know to get some more sketches and will i know hopefully you're going to debut a sketch uh yeah in the show on um, saturday and jason i know um you know you're doing some uh produced up stuff and and um, i think really that's kind of where this needs to go is to is to elevate itself to really sort of uh a um, a variety show kind of format i'm excited to to see what what we put together we as a community of comedians uh, i feel like the gauntlet was thrown down and and i'm i'm excited because i do think we've got quality people here with with uh yeah oh there's a lot of talent so let's, let's go charlotte let's, let's put some crazy and it doesn't you know my i don't want to get into a big like a you know thing where i start giving advice but it doesn't need to be 20 minutes long it yeah. could be two minutes long it could mm-hmm. be one like do something funny step up your game i'm excited to see what they do listen to jason he's fired up this week brian <laughs> jason is fired up yes i Great. am i, I feel good. It. <laughs> feels like i'm on the podcast with lombardi <laughs> Great. <laughs> see what I re- well, you know what's going to happen. See with this quarantine, two things are going to happen at the end of it. Folks with kids are going to come out looking tired. <laughs> Folks without kids are going to come out looking fresh, like just a, a bear in the springtime. Just like ah, this is great. What do we do now? Let's go play. Mm-hmm. Will's got kids. He's he's tired. <laughs> yeah, that that is. Uh, I was holding on to the last second. I love my son, but. Uh, yeah, as long as that school was going to stay open, he was going to be there. And finally, one of the parents tested positive. So, we, oh, <laughs> yeah, we were talking to him. And then um, I think they said that the school was going to shut down on Wednesday. And I was talking to my wife on, like, Friday. And I said, yeah, so I guess uh, 
I guess what? He'll be with us starting uh, Thursday. She goes, uh, oh, no, today was his last day. Oof. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oops. Let's, All right. <laughs> that was my first time. Like, the minute you heard a parent is, is positive, you get, see it. Yeah. Well, they know what the parent left. <laughs> <laughs> Overnight, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why can't he still be there? <laughs> I should just, I should just have a weekly bad dad segment. Uh, <laughs> I think you are. Already. Yeah, I think it's kind of working out that way. I think that's happening. Right <laughs> well, well, yeah. So now, uh, and, and speak. I mean, speaking of all, I mean, because that's affected the way you know I've worked, had to you know work I have to do and everything else. Has this has everything that's happened in the lockdown and all of that had a big effect on the work you guys do? Go ahead, Brian. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, it has. So, uh, my work with the school ha- has, has, um, you know, literally we've moved the entire curriculum online. So, uh, you know, most of my days now are spent on facilitating online classroom sessions and making assignments and keeping track of students and making sure everyone is still engaged and keeping the staff uh, involved in everything. So that's a big portion of what I'm doing. And then also just um, the stuff with the uh, Queen City Podcast Network, keeping that stuff in motion, keeping the podcasters uh, happy and, and, and involved and engaged and trying to find things f- um, b- for the freelancers that that, that uh, we have on board to do uh, post-production-wise and scheduling and things like that, you know, so that's been a, 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 a trick. And the good news is, um, th- uh, the network is operating at about 90% still. So, um, mm. b- most of our shows are still in um, production and publishing on their, um, on their normal <laughs> schedule. We've had a couple shows that have had to kind of take some time off, but, um, uh, 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 the other thing that's really, um, encouraging as far, um, as the uh, podcast network goes is that I've seen some reports nationally that podcast listening is down. So the numbers are, are I'm down and everyone's asking is like, you know, is this a watershed moment for podcasting and all this stuff? Uh, that has not been our, our experience at the network. Um, in fact, our listenership has doubled over the last two weeks. Um, wow. and, and I think that is, I think that's due to two things. Uh, I think people are really plugged into what's going on in their community right now and they want more information about what's happening locally. And I think they're also looking for diversions, you know, so we're producing some content that still talks about, uh, uh, on what's going on and what you need to do locally and things. But a, a lot of our content is about things other than the virus and other than being locked down and, and. Um, I think uh, the people are looking for that. You know, they're looking for diversions, and and, and um, um, I don't um, I don't say that to be like you. Know, we look at the network; it's going so great, but uh, it's a it's a it's further validation of what we're doing at the network and the importance that this kind of thing has to a local community. And I think it's it, it, it's it, it's. Uh, the longer this goes, I'll be interested to see what happens, but it's encouraging that the experience we're having here is not the same as other, uh, other sort of national, uh, podcasts are having. Um, and then the other thing of course, is just the, the, uh, um, client work and, 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 uh, the um, comedy zone show that we're producing every week now. So, my um, entire world right now is in about a 10 foot radius of my editing system here at home. And, uh, <laughs> uh that's, um, where I spend, uh, most of my time. In fact, my wife actually forced me to go out on a walk with her yesterday. Um, so I got out for an extended period of time for the first time in about two weeks. Uh, so that was really good, but, um, yeah, it's changed. Um, it's changed a lot. I also haven't worn pants in a long time. That would be the other thing. Um, Oh, Hang on. I mean, I have sweats Family on, show. but I mean, Family <laughs> show. I have sweats on uh, most of the time, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's changed. Um, it's really, uh, you know, I've always kind of been able to do, not always, but for the past couple of years, I've been able to do a lot from home. And now I'm realizing that, you know, 
uh, I can do almost everything I'm doing right now from, you know, from here. So th- uh, that's been r- really, really kind of eye-opening, and it's really kind of helped me see uh, th- what the potential is and what the world might look like when all this is 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 over. And what about you, Jason? First of all, my enthusiasm just comes from I picked up a new hobby: um, day drinking. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm in pretty deep. Yeah, I'm just in a really good mood. Uh, my, uh, well, I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest. You know, my all my work has gone away. So, I, you know, in front of the camera, behind the camera, and on stage has all gone away. Yeah. And, you know, you still gotta take advantage of the, of the opportunity, right? It's not, it's not a, gotta look at it, spin it as positive as you can. So, uh, I'm, I'm writing. I'm editing uh, this this uh, sort of travel comedy show. This is one of the things that's playing this weekend that I'm excited about. Oh, that I've been doing for the past, like I'd say, for the past year. I'm not, I'll have five or six, you know, episodes, and you know, when I run out to different shows around the country, I'll I'll just get a go to and visit that town and kind of show what they have to offer in a sort of a, hopefully a funny silly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been, you know, editing that, you know, like I said, writing, writing stand up. I'm getting back to some, some treatments and pilots and scripts and things like that, that I have neglected, which we all have those. So I'm trying to get those into a, a, a working back into working shape. Um, and I'm working out and I'm, I mean, this sounds dumb, but I'm like doing puzzles and shit. I'm doing crosswords. Like I, I am taking advantage of, of, a lot of different things that's just uh i don't know that's that's been i have not i can't say i've not enjoyed this because mm-hmm. and that's probably shitty to say i'm not really sure but i i just really feel like i'm i'm spinning the positive out of it and taking advantage of this as much as i possibly can that's pretty cool man and it's funny that you're covering both sides of the spectrum because you were talking about so many sort of fun you know, cutting edge kind of things where it's like, oh, I'm writing scripts, I'm, uh, you know, I'm developing stuff and all this. And then you go, oh, and also uh, knitting and checkers and puzzles. <laughs> so you became like a, an 80 year old Florida retiree at the end of it. But uh, that, that is <laughs> baking breads. I'm going to transition into uh, elderly. Uh, it's, I'm gonna, really, it's going to be smooth. <laughs> So, so I, I mean, well, you know, for me, I, you know, I'm able to do a lot of my uh, day work from home. Uh, so it hasn't it's just been, you know, so the biggest that, but my wife is here and, you know, she's, she's working on her doctorate. So she is, uh, she's downstairs usually, and I'm upstairs. I got a little office set up in the bedroom. So uh, we see each other about as much as when I was out in the office in the city so we like it's still we see each other that same like the same number of times a day really uh so a, a ton hasn't changed but now with my son here you know we're doing um you know a little more with him and everything else and oh and oh my gosh speaking of sons brian here. did i we had an announcement this week yes uh now do this now or should we do take a break you want to we break to take a do break? my big announcement yeah let's take a break Good idea. Okay, so we'll uh we'll, I got a big announcement everybody. Uh yeah, we'll be right back. How long do runners need to stretch before hitting the road? This is a 60-second training tip powered by Ortho Carolina. Stretching muscles while the body is at rest can lengthen muscles and help runners improve performance, reduce injuries, and recover from a tough run faster. But how long should a good stretch last? The simple answer is 30 seconds. This allows your cold muscles to relax and be ready for work. Taking the time to stretch properly is critical, especially if you're coming back from an injury. Something to note though, stretching a muscle group for longer than 30 seconds can actually decrease your speed and hurt your performance. In addition to a good pre-run stretch, spend some time after your run and stretch the same muscle groups for 30 seconds as well. This has been your 60 second training tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more training tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Welcome back to Comedy Zone Podcast. Uh, we are back. And, and as promised, I had a big announcement for the podcast um, before we went, before we took a break. Uh, announced it on social media this week. I am having a second child, another boy. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Fantastic news. Yes, yes. I'm. Uh, I'm I'm excited, man. I, I've been pulling. Actually, I've been pulling for a girl, but uh, I, I mean, just having a boy, having another boy. There was no downside to any of it. So it was like, you know, <laughs> just having a boy had a whole nother set of great, amazing things, you know, attached with it. And you know, now I get to watch my my sons uh, hurt each other trying to wrestle and do suplexes <laughs> and DDTs and oh, all the sure. stuff, man. All the all the. My, I let my son watch way too much wrestling. I I know that now. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited about it. Uh, congratulations, buddy. That's really great news, man. I'm really happy for you. Thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate it. Um, can I uh, just make a suggestion? May I, can I name your son? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if people ask that. I, I, I have some suggestions. Oh, do you have some? We are taking suggestions. So just, uh, Text me a, a list of them and uh, I'll forward them to my wife. Uh, yeah, everyone should do that. Uh, tweet uh, at at uh, I am Will Jacobs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tweet. Because <laughs> at first I was thinking, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, early on, it was uh, Carson Wentz and B uh, Jacobs. <laughs> oh, I said it was too long. Yeah, never mind. Don't send him any ideas. Make make that. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I mean, but but uh, this is bad. We the NBA season is done. Uh, I, I don't know whether we're going to have a football season or mm-hmm. what that's going to look like. The NFL seems pretty confident we are, and I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, <laughs> no one should be confident with anything. Right mm-hmm. now. That's the only thing I'm confident about. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't understand. So one one basketball season gets postponed, and the Jacobs are having another baby. Got it. Okay, <laughs> that's it, man. The, the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> that is the whole the whole deal, man. But uh, so now, you know, with having the baby under these sort of conditions, I'm interested to see, you know, how the hospital stuff's going to work out. Because before you would have had birthing classes and all that. I guess a lot of that'll be virtual now, or but it's going to change the way that whole process happens between yeah. my first son and this one. When is she due? August 8th. Okay. Early August. Yeah, we. it's right. entirely possible well, we'll still be in the middle of all this in August. Yeah. So you might have to have it uh, on Skype and the doctor uh, <laughs> will have to talk you through it. Baby. <laughs> I will. I'll Man. be. I'll be happy to uh, let you guys use my Zoom account if you need it. For this. well, if you, yeah. it, 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 well, if you know about the process at all, you can hop in. We'll just do a group conference. I don't. You do not want that. <laughs> no I'll be. We'll go boil water and tear up sheets, and that's all I know. That's really it. <laughs> You're gonna have. You're gonna have one of the first COVID babies. That's cool. How about that? Mm. This is you're right. So Generation X, and this is I don't know what the name for these kids is. I don't know. Huh. Uh, good for you though. That's really cool, man. I'm I'm excited for you. Listen, I, I again I, I'm a positive spin guy. I think we're gonna, you know, uh, I isolation uh, during her pregnancy is probably a really good thing, and and you know 
good for you guys, man. I think it's going to be That's just great. fine. Well, I hope, I hope so. Cause when you say COVID baby, that didn't sound too promising. I'll be honest <laughs> how that sounded. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't know what that, yeah, I don't think I want a COVID baby. I will have to rename that. <laughs> I just mean it's going to be like a baby boom. It's uh, the COVID boom is what I mean. Oh, well, but but we're ha- what we have so we're having it in August, which means we conceived in Okay, that's Go on. Okay. <laughs> we're having the baby in- <laughs> we're having the baby in August, which means that we <laughs> conceived in September. September. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Uh, December. No, it can't be. <laughs> It'll be December. In December? Yeah. August is oh, the yeah, eighth okay. month. Yeah, I guess that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then. Oh, this poor baby. Hold on. No. This poor baby. baby. <laughs> December? Yeah. Hold on. Oh, that's right. It is nine months, isn't it? Uh, the gestation You're period of the average human is nine months. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought about that. <laughs> September, uh, dude, that's so exciting, man! You're gonna have you're gonna have two two boys knocking each other around. I'm just trying to think of all the scenarios that that this is gonna be a headache for you down the road. <laughs> yeah, and there's gonna be a there's gonna be a good number of them. Yeah, but but you know, it's just I, just the energy, man. It I mean, it keeps you young. It wears you the hell out. But. <laughs> Uh, it definitely, you know, it just keeps me young, man. I'm excited to have a, you know, a couple of kids where I'm trying to figure out what they're talking about from Twitter or whatever Twitter is at that, you know, at that time. Heck, by then it might be all virtual DJ parties like now. You might not even have real parties anymore. It's true. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm excited to see what the world looks like. You know, assuming it's not underwater, uh, what it looks <laughs> like when they're uh, my age. Yeah. You know, my, my folks, uh, they, you know, they had five and they have claimed that, uh, that every kid you have makes it easier and easier on the parents. Mm. You know, it, one kid's, one kid's tough, two kids is easier, three kids was easy, easier than that. Um, so, you know, I think you've done yourselves a favor, huh. you know, they'll take care of you. They'll, they'll entertain one another that, you know, uh, you know, challenge each other, things like that. Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a good point. That yeah, so they can run around and don't have to knock me around as much. There you go. Yeah. That's right. That's good stuff. Well, uh, also, I, I wanted to uh, make sure I asked you guys because you know a lot of us. Well, now all of us. Now that uh, the governor of Florida finally decided he wanted to participate, uh, almost <laughs> all of us now are under these stay-at-home orders. And uh, so a lot of folks are getting into their TV shows, different books, you know, doing stuff to pass the time. Have you guys jumped into any series or books or anything? Oh, man. Do I, do I have to bring up the Tiger King? Nope. Are you a Tiger King guy? Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. I, I will talk about it, but I'll talk about it in two different ways. One, it is it is a train wreck. <laughs> It is a, such a train wreck of human beings that it was really hard not to watch it, number one. It was fascinating. Every single character was the most interesting character from a book. It was, they are such a If you ever wondered why we have a pandemic, watch that show. It, that's the reason. It, it is punishment for that nonsense, okay? Number two... Uh, I'm not convinced that that show is 100% real and it wasn't. Um, I'm not sure that that's all 100% real. I'm kind of calling bullshit on a lot of it. I'm not, I'm not convinced that that's 100% real. And three, to put a shitty spin on the whole thing is I, I couldn't stand it because of the treatment of the animals. Like I, I, don't, I don't even really like zoos that are legitimate, let alone those kinds of zoos. Like It was heartbreaking, man. It was heartbreaking those animals so i, I kind of don't love the 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 weird sensationalism of of that kind of thing you know i mean they're, they're based on the numbers on that show they're suggesting that there are more uh tigers in captivity than there are in the wild and that oh. is that's gruesome to me that's grotesque as as people because none of them are living in good conditions 
I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen I hadn't even seen a trailer. Like I've seen nothing. I've seen people talk about this one character, this uh, redneck guy. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, you could be talking about anybody on the show, but Joe is <laughs> They're all a mess. They're all garbage. What was this guy's name? I can't remember his name, but uh, Joe something. Or, uh, Joe Exotic, yeah. Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah. Joe Exotic, right. And Brian, have you seen it? Uh, I have not, and I will not. No. Oh, you will not. I am huh? not interested in the least. Nothing that I've heard anybody say is uh, is selling me on it. No, I, I have no, I have no desire to watch. You said you, you said you've been watching piss poor lions for twenty years. There's no reason to switch the diet. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen oh, enough. Oh, oh God, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best burn of this show of the year. <laughs> well, Brian is the Brian is the Tiger King, Joe Exotic. <laughs> so, Brian, have you do you have any shows or books or anything you got into? Yeah, uh, we haven't been watching a whole lot of TV, but um, on Netflix, um, okay, so remember a few years ago, um, there was an animated movie called Boss Baby? Yeah. Um, well, they made a Netflix show out of it. There are now three seasons on Netflix, and it's pretty good. Uh, it's um, it's not just for kids. There's um, It's... It's really, really good. It's really funny. Um, you know, there's enough um, jokes in well there said. for adults. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's really, really good. So we're about. Uh, we just started season three. Actually, um, we watched uh, season one when it first came out, and then uh, caught up on season two last week, and now we're on season three. But it's good. Uh, so, Boss Baby, um, I strongly recommend that. And then, Will, we, um, if you haven't seen it already, there's a movie on Amazon called uh, Fighting with the Family. Oh, with The Rock? Yeah. B- b- uh, it's the story of uh, Paige, who was a WWE Paige, yeah. Yeah, uh, a wrestler. It's really, really good if you get a chance to see it. Uh, as a, I'm a WWE fan, you'll appreciate it. Uh, and it's just a nice, you know, heartwarming story whether or not it's all accurate or not of course is who knows but it's a it's a really really nice story so uh i think you i think you'd like it but yeah those are the two things that we've been watching that have kind of stuck out in my in my mind okay and we also watched the new jumanji (laughs) my wife just browbeat me into admitting that we watched the new jumanji movie I love the one with the rock and them the the first one of the new ones. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and um, I I actually I liked the first one. I actually liked the second one better. So I I, I, really? I guess in that respect, I guess I kind of recommend it. So yeah, Jumanji what was it back or the next level? I believe it's called. Yeah. You trying to hurt me? You trying you're trying to hurt me, right? <laughs> All right. I guess I got to watch it now. I'll yeah. review it for next. Well, it, it, it's not great, but you know, I was entertained for two hours, and I did like it better than I liked the first one. So, well, maybe you know, maybe we should start a little segment, and uh, you know, given that a lot of us are going to be uh, indoors the next <laughs> however long, yeah, uh, you know, maybe we have a movie we all go check out, uh, via Netflix or whatever, and come back and talk about it next week, like a movie club or a book club or, or something. I like that. Maybe we should. Uh, uh, stand uh, stand up specials. We could review. Oh, that's a good idea. Specials. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I idea, idea, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, I don't know that we each have to watch the same one. I think we just kind of pick, you know, and then we can talk about what we watched. I, I, I um, the other thing that Amazon is doing, I think, that's really interesting and really smart for the studios is uh, movies that would currently be in a theater right now are available on Amazon for like 20 bucks. Um, and that's, that's I think, worth... Because um, you figure, you know, if two of you go and, and tickets are 15 bucks a piece, you're paying 30 bucks. Um, you know, some movies that would be in the theaters now, you can now see them on Amazon. So, um, yeah, but aren't you going for the theater experience? 
Um, I think it depends on the movie. I think like I'm not going to go see you know pay 15 bucks to see a romantic comedy in a movie theater, but I would go see something like 1917 wow. or Star Wars or something like that in a theater. Why not? Well, why mean? not see a romantic comedy in a theater? Because I don't think it adds anything to the the. The, I don't think the big screen and the surround sound, you know, adds anything to like to Runaway Bride that, you know, I can't get watching it on my 65 inch monitor at home. It's a very interesting take on on the movie on watching movies in general. Yeah. You know, that's not one I would buy one I would take. But yeah. uh, I, I just you, you're a, you're a technology. Company, that's what it is. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's what well, I don't think probably is the right term. I think you meant exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Say you just said like going to see like 1917 or like Avatar or something. You're like, well, yeah, I'm gonna go see that in 3D and all and all the bells and whistles. But yeah, I, I, I follow. I follow. I, I'm I'm somewhat critical of that, but I can appreciate. Well, it well no, no, no. I'm not gonna see it in 3D because I think 3D is still a gimmick. Um. Thanks for proving my point. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for exactly. proving my point, buddy. <laughs> I did kind of walk into that. Um, yeah. No, but I just think, you know, a, a, a lot, you know, a movie like um, Star Wars The Last Jedi or 1917. I mean, admittedly, I did not see 1917 in the theater. I haven't seen it yet, actually. But um, movies like that are made for the theater experience. Um, and I don't necessarily get that from a, from a, I'm trying to think of a current from like well, little I'll women or something like that, you know, all, all movies uh, that are made now, unless they're specifically from Netflix are made for the movie going experience. So yeah, I can I, see that. I would bet for your, your, in your sort of logic to that, like they're all made for movies to go like the, the movie going experience is the experience. It's not just strictly for the technology of it i would i would say yeah i think that's i think that's i think that's fair yeah i think though uh, uh, um you and i jason though we're not uh, um and i have this uh, uh, conversation a lot with um with other people who work in the industry whether it's uh broadcast television or um content creation or whatever we're not the average viewer you know what I mean? Uh, we watch things differently. Uh, uh, I wonder a lot about like you know what it's like to be able to watch something just for the pleasure of sitting down and watching a nice story without going like, well, why did they do that? Or that edit was bad? Or you know, so and so's performance was terrible? You know, like <laughs> I don't know what it's like to sit down and just and just watch a piece of content and not and not analyze how they put it together or where the lights were or where they put the camera. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 I was in my brain. I was trying to come up with some sort of uh, defense of that and say, oh, no, no, I go. And I, normally for me, uh, I tell people that good movies get better, bad movies get worse. Uh, <laughs> but I think I can generally enjoy movies. But I'm remembering a conversation literally last night where I was, <laughs> it was I think, on Hulu and I was talking about like, oh, my God. The br- this is the brightest commercial ever. Look how bright this is! But <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, I know. And, and Jen was just like, "Wow, you have a real niche way of criticizing uh, commercials." It's like, "What? What do you mean? Look how bright it is!" She's like, "Yeah, nobody gives shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only you." I was like, "Okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair." Not a, I'm not even a light. I don't even like things. I guess I just <laughs> have an opinion. Well, but you know how things are done. And th- th- uh, and that in and of itself changes the way you look at it. Like, um, a I'm a football coach. You can't you know just watch a football game to watch a football game. He's always looking at well, how did they block that? What you know, who was open? What pattern was that? It's the same kind of thing. Once your elbows deep into something, you can never look at it the same way again. <laughs> yeah, and I also have friends who are gaffers and DPs and are all going. He doesn't know what he's talking about right now. <laughs> talking about me. <laughs> like, he doesn't know shit. What are, what are they saying? He doesn't know. Which is fair. Will, what are you watching? Uh, well, uh, I am on Ozark season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I, I, I hung in there for a couple episodes 
of this HBO show, The Outsider. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of them, and then it just got, it was just too much stuff started happening. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm out. But I gave it two or three. But right now, I'm, I'm moving through uh, Ozark and Better Call Saul. It's the only show centered around an attorney that I actually like. Usually, <laughs> when I watch legal dramas or stuff, it's almost like the conversation we just had. Where she's like, okay, that wouldn't happen, or that's silly. Right, that make right. So, so, but better call Saul. I don't have those issues for some reason. It's just good. So yeah. I, I like that show, and I'm watching a, a good bit of Ozark. And uh, man, I wanna, I wanna say those are the big two right now. Question for you, Will. No, I, I Sorry, Jason. Uh, Will, do you have to have seen all of Breaking Bad to enjoy Better Call Saul? Uh, no, but it, it just enhances the experience because okay. you get that little, little that little excitement from, oh, yeah, okay. You know, you see the prequel and you gotcha. see a character that you know plays a major role later. It's like, oh, shit, there he is. So you don't get those moments. But okay. aside from that, yeah, it's a great story either way. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's almost like a callback. Or a solback. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This is holy shit. So so do we do we have anything? Uh I mean it's a question I always ask, but I, it's a weirder question to ask now, but uh, do we have anything coming up? Uh, I guess, Jason, we talked about what we got going on uh, tune in, in terms tune of what's going to show this weekend. Tune in Saturday. I think Brian said uh, 8.30, and uh, I'll, I'll have, you know, we'll both have segments on that, and hopefully it'll be an entertaining show. I also did want to say that I'm reading a book. It's the first book that I've, <laughs> that I've started to read in a long time <laughs> that wasn't Harry Potter-related. So I'm excited <laughs> about that it's a comedy book, Furiously Happy by Jenny Lawson, just so everybody oh, awesome. knows. I'll yeah. let you know if I get past the, I think I'm on like fourth, fifth chapter or something. But anyway, uh, that's the only thing I have going on. I'll be editing um, my comedy travel thing to be probably each week, Brian, the next like four or five weeks or as yeah. long as it goes. Absolutely. Yeah. If you send them to me, I'll, I'll put them in. Yeah. And also, so uh, uh, George and Monty, um, I think we're going to do, uh, you know, a 10 or 15 minute segment here in the next couple of weeks as well. So that's my, uh, um, yeah, whatever you want to call it, web series or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been, because I can't not produce, uh, I've been producing a, a couple times weekly little web series over the past couple weeks since we got locked down, uh, just looking back at my record collection. So records, albums from my youth that, that had an impact on my taste in music uh, moving forward. So that's been kind of fun. So you can find those on uh, YouTube at uh, My Record Collection. Nice. Is that, what, is that what Sammy and I were making fun of? It is, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> well, good on you, man. That's good. I, I got to check that out. What, what is it? Where is it on again? Uh, um, you can find it on um, YouTube at uh, My Record Collection, which surprisingly was available on YouTube. Uh, my Record Collection on YouTube. I, I, I want to say I've done four of them so far, and there'll be another two coming out uh, towards the end of this week. I've done three, I'm told. My wife just let me know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And there'll be another couple coming out towards the end of this week and over the weekend. So then with these, are you, uh, is it you sitting, listening and analyzing some of this stuff or how's it going? It's a little bit of, of a historical perspective of the album at the time that it came out and kind of how it influenced and why I was interested in it. Um, a lot of these albums came out when I was like nine, 10, um, 11 years old, but they influenced my taste in music. Um, moving forward and and um you know so there's a little bit of sort of historical perspective uh the most uh recent one i did well actually the second one i did was uh, uh diary of a madman by ozzy osbourne and it kind of looks into like why like adults were scared to death of ozzy osbourne when this album came out and it's like really like because this guy's really kind of a clown you know and 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 um and then but the album itself was just okay but at the time it was huge um, and it kind of looks into a little bit of sort of, uh, like I said, the historical perspective and then the influence it had on my musical taste as I got older. 
That's pretty cool, man. Very cool. Very cool. So do you drink a little wine, smoke a little weed, or what? How do you get into it? Uh, no, I just I just uh, <laughs> pull the album out of my collection and <laughs> go back to. That's great. To... <laughs> I thought you just fully, you know, you went full on seventies with it. No, I, I was like um, the first. Uh, the first one I did was the Cars' first album, and that was in like nineteen seventy eight. I was twelve. I don't even know what weed was. Still don't, really. I don't know what the cars are. <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> exactly. Well, you can learn something then by going back and... That's why I'm excited to watch. It was a subtle plug. <laughs> That's exactly. 19 years of experience, Brian. That's right. That's right. Well, that's good, man. That, that's um, that's pretty doggone exciting. I'm, I, I definitely... I'm looking forward to see it, to seeing how you do it because that is sort of you know interesting conceptually to me that you know every album sort of has a story in that way. Yeah, was the historical context, mm -hmm. how did it influence the music that came after it, and yep. how did it influence your taste? And you know you have a vast uh, a vast library of uh, white music that you love, and it'll be interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting to hear just to hear you go through it all, man, and and you know just to sit and learn. Uh, will be good for me, man. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, um, and they're about a minute long a piece. They're like a minute, a minute fifteen a piece. So it's a it's a quick watch. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you might. Oh, like so it, you but... really you just hitting the you hitting the you hitting the meat of this thing then. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to. I don't want to produce a thirty minute behind the music documentary about my record collection. I just want to. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to just kind of uh, kill some time with it and. And offer um, some, you know, perspective into historically, kind of, you know, where these, why these albums were significant, and how they ended up in my in my record collection. Good deal, man. Well, yeah. everybody, tune in. I, I will sure, I will sure be checking that out. No, all jokes aside, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Thanks. Yeah, um, um, uh, my record collection on YouTube. My record collection. Uh, as for me, uh, you will see me uh, this weekend. Saturday night, right, Brian? Saturday night, eight thirty Eastern Standard. Yep. Uh, the Variety Show. Yep. I have a, a I have a sketch uh, debuting on that show. Well, I, I'm going to put it on social media uh, on Thursday, mm. but uh, it'll debut some kind of way on uh, the Facebook Live Comedy uh, Stream. Brian's going to make it part of the Variety Show, so I have my sketch, and then they asked me to get like a ten minute clip from a performance i've had so i got to figure out what's a good 10 minutes to put up and uh all that good stuff so I, i'll be uh and i think, I think i gotta have that to you here in the next day or two so uh yeah i'll be i'll be figuring out something uh make sure the audio is good that's the most important thing on these clips um especially the stand-up clips is make sure the audio is is um uh, is listenable you know that you can hear what you're saying a lot of rules. Okay. Um, well, now you got to make it so you can hear it. Okay. All right. Okay. So, anything else? Uh, watch what you're wearing. You know, don't wear anything super outrageous. <laughs> well, aside from that, though, I don't have anything else. Uh, going on i i've been honestly i've been using this time to be as not busy as i possibly can so it's just one long recharge i'm just trying not to get fat that's all i'm doing that that is the whole deal so uh yeah it's fun to hear everything you guys are doing now <laughs> <laughs> i want no parts of it but i'm excited to hear <laughs> you, you all Jason's like, yeah, it is an opportunity to, to reach out to different formats and challenge yourself. Nah, I'm going to do the opposite of that. I'm <laughs> sit on my ass and uh, watch wrestling, really. And, uh, you know, get, just chill out, watch Ozark. That's about it. Good cool. for you, buddy. Yeah, that has live, value, live, too, Will. That's good. Live, live your dream, Will. I'm proud you of you. You know what? And that's really what it's about. And I think that is the broad message for the audience is that uh, – Whatever gets you through this time, whatever puts a smile on your face, Absolutely. brings you peace, brings you fulfillment, do that. Uh, you know, there's, there's there's all sorts of ways, you know, to uh, 
to do that for yourselves. I know uh, Pornhub is, has free premium access <laughs> for the next month or two. Uh, the NFL Network, I think you get free game pass. And uh, the NBA, I think, is giving you the 2019 season on NBA League Pass for free. So you can get your sports fix and other fixes. Uh, people have got people have deals right now, so there's ways to entertain yourself. We'll be a part of that on Saturday, and uh, just again, the broad message is just however you're getting through this thing, just uh, do what you got to do. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll come out on the other side of this. Yes, we will. Right. Good luck there, everybody. Yeah, yeah, hang in there, everybody, and uh, that's all I got, fellas. Any anything yeah. else? Stay home and be safe, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've I think we've covered it. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.